If you're a golf fan, there's a chance you might not have heard of Troy Mullins yet, but you will. She can hit the ball really far. She's already a long drive champ, and she's our guest on This Lady Loves Sports. Let's go! Welcome to This Lady Loves Sports Podcast with Pat Prescott. Sports. She knows it all and is here to talk about it. So get ready to hear sports talk in a way that you've never heard before. It's This Lady Loves Sports Podcast. And here's your host, Pat Prescott. This is Pat Prescott for This Lady Loves Sports, and I got another lady in the studio with me who I know loves sports as well. Met her at the Barbados uh, Jazz Excursion this past year where she was one of the special guests uh, working with the golf tournament, which we had in conjunction with the event. She is a, a champion world long driver. She grew up as a runner, somebody who is uh, moving and grooving right now in the sports world and making a name for herself. Remember the name, Troy Mullins. How you doing, Troy? <laughs> Thanks. I'm good. It's good to see you. You know, when I first saw your name on the uh, agenda um, for the, the uh, uh, jazz excursion, you know, I thought you were a guy. Which so I'm, did the I'm other sure, host. I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> thought you were a guy as well because you got that guy name, which yeah. is a thing now. There's a lot of girls with guys' names. I know. I actually have a lot of <laughs> friends that have guys' names. Like my best friend's name is Sean. Yeah. Another one's Danny. It's a, it was a trend. So you guys, <laughs> yeah. your parents have done that. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about you and, and, and how you got interested in golf. But I guess it starts um, really with running, huh? Yeah, um, my dad was a runner his whole life, and he's always wanted all of his kids. I have five other siblings to Mm -hmm. be runners. But um, when I was eight, I showed, I guess, a lot of progress or prowess, and my mom put me in, like, a running club, and I was with teenagers at the time. And so even though I was super fast and able to keep up with the teenagers, I didn't have that camaraderie that I wanted, like, they didn't really like bring me into the team. And so while I was good at track, I didn't love it the way that I love golf now. Um, but I grew up running, loved the sport, ended up going to Cornell, and I wasn't going to be an athlete. I decided I just wanted to, you know, get into academics and graduate. And, and then a friend that I had, um, that was on my high school team was there and she was like oh you can't give it up and so I ended up walking onto the team as a heptathlete so again like now it's a new <laughs> a new so why part don't you of do something sport. hard okay yes yeah, so I was a sprinter and then I'm like yeah let me try all like right all seven let me try events a whole bunch of things I don't know anything about <laughs> but I actually ended up being really good at the hurdles and shot put I ended up loving javelin was great um, the 800 was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to run. It's a whole nother thing to run a long time, isn't it? A long time fast. <laughs> like, it's not even like it's a distance race, but it's a sprint the whole time. Um, but yeah, so after college, I uh, my plan wasn't to do sports again, but I found golf. And a family friend introduced it to me, and my uncle was a golfer, um, but I just wasn't into it. Like... The way he did it, I was like, ah, oh, that's like the worst thing ever. Did um, you watch golf at all? I did. I watched golf. Mm-hmm. I like was into Tiger, but I had no interest other than Tiger, basically. Well, that's a lot of people's interest in golf. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> you know, like I wasn't introduced to it in a way that made it fun. It was like, oh, look at this great athlete playing golf. But then that was it. Like, turn off the TV if Tiger's not on. Um, 
But yeah, so the family friend introduced me to just hitting balls, which was kind of like a new thing. So I would go to the driving range every night. Like hours. Every night? Like I got addicted to hitting balls. And I didn't know what I was doing, but it was kind of like I would put my headphones on sometimes and like I would just kind of be in my own space. And it's actually become not just about the sport. I've learned so much about myself, about patience, about other people. It's just really been like a journey. It's like almost going back to college, but like in Mm -hmm. self-discovery. And uh, yeah, I fell in love with just learning not only like the etiquette of the sport, but like how to hit it. And there's so many different aspects. And then I realized like I was really hard on myself. Like I would cry. Like I have stories of crying on the golf course. <laughs> there's no crying in golf. No, there's a lot of crying in golf. Um, well, for at least for me, I've, I've had some funny stories, but yeah, it's it's been an adventure. Tell us some of your funny stories. I mean, what what made you cry on the golf course? <laughs> um, I've said, though, I have seen some people's performances on the golf course. That <laughs> I could see how maybe there could be some crying involved. <laughs> well, it's funny, like with other things like if you don't do it well, there's really no consequence, right? So when you're on the golf course, if you hit it badly, like your shot could be all the way in the trees. Or it's just it's just a whole new level of shame that like it's hard to experience. And I would practice a lot and I thought like, oh, I'm on the driving range every day. Like I thought I would, you know, be able to transfer that to the course. And I would go out with my godfather and his friends. So we would go out every Friday and if I hit it in the trees, he would start chanting, George, George, George of the jungle. Like, <laughs> like and I was just so, like, well, heartbroken. Well, that should make you laugh instead of cry. <laughs> it did at first, but not every time. <laughs> like, every time I hit an errant shot, he had something to say. And I would, like, I was heart... I don't know why. I was heartbroken. Like, I wore my heart on the sleeve. I would cry. I would, like, walk off the golf course to go play by myself. Like... <laughs> And it's funny because I was in my 20s, you know. Yeah, they had like, to toughen you up a little bit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It was really. <laughs> you needed some toughening up. Seriously. <laughs> All right. So now fast forward to, um, you know, uh, learning how to, to, to play a little bit to yeah. actually becoming somebody who people have started noticing. And that's what's going on now. When did that start to happen? And, and how have things changed uh, since the long driver competition? Um, it's funny because I, I got good pretty quickly um within like the first couple of years i started entering tournaments and then i ended up uh qualifying for a usga event um it was the mid-am the usga Mm mid-am and how long ago was that this is in 2012 okay and so this was like pretty big deal for me at least because i was just getting into playing i was able to qualify for a pretty big event i went to texas alone and so this is like my first time traveling too for golf um and then i came back And I had a phone call. I had called Long Drive to see if I could get into an event. Um, Now, tell us about the whole, the Long Drive, because I I wasn't even really familiar with this competition until I started learning about you. Yeah, it's pretty, well, it's grown quite a bit. It's still a growing sport. But in 2012 and before, it was sponsored by Remax. And so there was like one event during the year for women, and and there was a huge event for men um, out in Mesquite, Nevada, and 
you just sign up to go blast balls. So I didn't know anything about it either. And <laughs> that everybody, went right along with what you've been doing. Huh? <laughs> right? Just like so new discoveries. Who knew right? I was just, practicing oh, for a competition. <laughs> right. And so... Um, yeah, so I, growing up, in, not growing up in the sport, I didn't realize that I was actually a long hitter. I just played with men and kept up with them, not realizing that not all women are capable of hitting it this far. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I called up the organization, said, hey, can I get in it? They said it was full. I was like, okay, next year, whatever. So they called me and they said someone dropped out, 2012. I was like, okay, I'm there. So this was right after kind of like a highlight in golf for the USGA, mid-am, I went came home I had one week to prepare to go out to Mesquite and um my friend at the time was like okay let's do it like let's like everybody was like come on like let's try and figure out how we can do it so I tested all these drivers and this is the first time that I bought my own driver because driver at, golf is expensive right so the, the equipment, equipment like yeah, it's crazy. drivers can be like 400 500 dollars for yeah. one club for one club and we've got 14 and so this was like I was putting my money into myself like my family expected me to go back to go to law school so they were like if you're gonna do this golf thing this is all you and so I was like am I really gonna like put this much money into like, <laughs> like at this point I'd, so if it was their money it'd be right, an easy decision had, to make <laughs> I had used clubs like borrowed clubs so this was my first like this is mine and so I got a club how much did it cost it was like 400 something yeah it was a lot okay <laughs> <laughs> this was when you knew you were really serious. Huh? Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm really doing it. Um, so don't some boots come along with this or something? Or a <laughs> no, bag? Just, just or a something? head cover. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had my one club and I drove out alone to Mesquite. Well, I actually drove out with my dog, my little road dog. I had just got a puppy. I, I rewarded myself with a small Pomeranian, like a brown Pomeranian. Aww. So Etta and I, Etta James and I went up to, (laughs) we drove up to Mesquite and uh, I was so nervous because normally in golf, it's like a quiet kind of sport where you're introspective and blah, blah, blah. And I got there, it was rock music and people were yelling. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, I just, I just tried to stay in my own lane and just hit it as far as I can and ended up getting second. And I was like, oh. This is pretty cool. This is a fun sport. Like, how far did you hit it? Three twenty-one. And and how far did the the person who was in first place barely in? beat me? Like three thirty. So I bet that was motivating. Wasn't and it, it was her last drive. And I mean, I just hit it high. I hit it high and let it fly, right? But she hit this low little runner, and I was like, oh my god, it's still rolling. It's still rolling. And so even within long drive, there's like ways to like kind of play the grid and like different techniques of like when it's windy like when the wind is blowing different directions so there's like again now I've got to learn long drive and like all the different things that come with that and like it's crazy that's awesome okay so then after you you came in second place I'm sure you decided you have to come back right well yeah so then so then the following year um I started getting invites to these celebrity and uh, charity tournaments to come hit balls, and that was great. Like, I met a lot of people, and uh, in one tournament, it was actually really funny. I was hitting ball- hitting drives, and a group was like, can you play? And I was like, yeah. And so they bought me out. Like, they paid the charity enough money to let me play the rest of the day. 
So it was like the best of both worlds. <laughs> and we almost won the whole thing. So like that would have been even better. Um, but yeah, so I just met a lot of like wonderful people. And, you know, I got to play a lot of great golf courses in L.A. Um, and it just it kind of opened my world again to golf. Now I'm getting invites to play with friends. And like it was just really cool. It was cool that just you know what I mean? Just golfing and then doing long drive introduced me to like a new world. Exactly. To get you into a whole nother thing. And, you know, the thing about your sport, I think that to be good at golf has got to be one of the most difficult things to do in sport because of the variables. There's so many things that you do not have control over. I mean, there's you, but then there's the field and then there's the weather and then there's the course <laughs> yeah. and then there's the equipment. And then so much of it is between the ears. So much so of it much is of psychological. It. What is what are some of the biggest challenges in playing your sport for yourself? Um, I think for me, uh, one of the biggest things was being was being negative um, because I expected you know, with running when you practice or with, with math. Like, now I tutor, right? And, like, I was always really good at math. And with math is if you understand the concept, right, then you can get the answer. You can solve it. But with, like you were saying, with golf, even though I put in so much of my time and effort and, like, tears, <laughs> it didn't matter. Like, I could hit a perfect shot and then it land in a hole. And I was just so hard on myself. And I was like... Or George, George, George yeah. of the jungle. <laughs> or sometimes he would moo at me. But no, it was... <laughs> and I understand now, like, looking back, like, I think he was trying to make me tough because this is such a mentally draining sport. Um, because it's just... Sometimes it's just not in your favor. Even when everything goes right, it's not in your favor. Yeah, the greatest golfers in the world do the same things. I mean, yeah. I, I'll I'll never forget watching uh, Sergio Garcia. What was it, fifteen shot, fifteen or eighteen shots mm-hmm. uh, in that tournament last year? That was, you know, you just like, well, some days it's just not your day, right? It's just you not know? your or or days when you're just hitting it horribly, and then somehow you score. And you're like, what? How does it's? I've been all over the course, but I'm still scoring. <laughs> like, how is this possible? Um, but no, negativity has been really something that I've been working on since I started golfing. And all my friends laugh at me because when they come in my house, I literally have a library, like a full wall of like self help and like motivation and quotes all over my apartment um, because it's. It's not just about like when I'm on the course. It's literally like when I'm at home and thinking, just trying to say like, okay, well, if something happens, that's okay, and letting it go. And that's definitely been like a a new journey. Yeah, you know, that's the to me that is one of the greatest lessons that we learn from sport is how to live life. I mean, because it does mirror life. You know, to try to do something that's greater than you might have thought you could do, um, to prepare yourself for that, to do the hard work and the training that's involved. You know, a lot of times those of us who are spectators, like me, I mean, I was never really good at any sport. I was (laughs) like, you might be good at golf. Oh my god, I'm going to find out. I'm going to go out with 
you, you can and go. you're going to give me some tips. But, but you know, like my brother played tennis. I couldn't play tennis with him because he was good. I was horrible. And my dad and my other brother played table tennis. They were table tennis stars. I could not do that either. I was always around people who were really good at these things. And like, you know, you talk about being made fun of. It's nothing like being made fun of by your brothers. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just the worst. You know, but I just love sport. I think it's the greatest. You know, you talk about reality TV. This is That's the greatest reality TV there is. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. There's going to be a winner. There's going to be a loser. There's a lot of drama that ensues. Everybody brings their own story to the table. <laughs> and as the more you learn about the people who are who are um, participating in a sport, I think that makes it more interesting, too. I am captivated by sports. I just think it's, you know, the time that I spend and at my television watching watching things is <laughs> kind of ridiculous but i'm just drawn to it in that way and really fascinated by people who play because i do realize there there really is a lot of work there's a lot of times when you're by yourself and you do, do you ever question yourself and ask is is it worth all of this i do i never ask is it worth it because I wake up some days I'm like, oh, I hate golf. And then I'll wake up and I'm like, where am I going to go play? And so, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I do look at the choices I've made and like sacrifices I've made. I've, I don't really get to see a lot of friends because my schedule is so erratic because if I have an event, I've got to go. Or I spend a lot of my day training. Like I train, I have three training sessions and then I still tutor and I work in the evenings and a lot of people, you know, are like, how can you do long drive golfing and tutoring? But honestly, like the tutoring is something that gets me through the day. Like, I love it so much. And right now I've. Reduced- what do you tutor? What, what subjects do you tutor? I do right now. I've I used to work a lot with middle school students because mm-hmm. they're they're so eager and they like want to please and they want to they want to work hard. And that's what I loved about working with like sixth to eighth graders. I love it. But right now I've stuck with students I've had since sixth grade and now they've they've gone into high school. So now they're bored high school students. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. But I've known them for so long that like we have more of like a friendship mentorship right. relationship. And so they'll talk to me about things that they're going through and um, we can talk like like pe- like almost like I try to talk to them like a peer and like not like an adult figure. So they really like the time that I spend with them and. Right now we're working on everything from like Algebra 2 to Calculus to ACT, SAT prep. Um, and one of my good students just actually went to college this past year. So it was sad to see her go. But it's cool because like I love seeing how their work ethic has changed since working with them from sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Like most of them are getting straight A's and they're enjoying school. Um and I just, I enjoy that. So that's something I think in my life that I'm not willing to give up, even though that my schedule is crazy, like book from morning to evening, I, I'm i willing to do it. And I know that, you know, my friends that know what I'm trying to do, what I'm striving to do with golf understand like, hey, Troy's busy. We can call her. We might not see her. But um, so, yeah, it's uh, that's really important to me. And it's been tough. 
So <laughs> it's been tough to have a life, you know. Yeah. So I guess what ha- I mean, it's the same thing that happens with most people. The people who you're going to spend the most time around are people who you have something in common with. So mm-hmm. you just have to find you a little golfer dude. That's what you got. <laughs> you're going to have to do that. No. <laughs> then it gets into competitive. No, no. And then that's a whole other story. <laughs> well, you mentioned one golfer dude who we all love, and that's Tiger Woods. And I love the story of uh, your meeting Tiger. Tell us, tell us about that. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yeah, so, okay, so I met Tiger last year in February um, at the Genesis Open. I actually was there because I was doing a granny skit. So I was pranking the kids that came for a golf clinic. So they were all there to watch Cameron Champ, this other incredible golfer. Um, They're all there to watch him, but he's really grown in the sport this past year. Um, So anyway, so the guy goes, okay, like, Let's have a a kid and a parent come hit the ball. Like, let's have a little contest, right? And so they picked this little kid that actually hit it pretty well. And then I was dressed up as an old woman. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in my 90s. Like, terrible. How did they do that? I had five hours. You must have had some really good makeup because I'm telling you, man. Really good. Like, no one looked at me. There's no way you look like an old woman at all. And um, that was different, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was fun. Like I was just like, you said, maybe out. I, can I keep this, all this stuff, and I could use it sometimes when I want to just disappear and Seriously, not get so much don't attention. Get balls like that. <laughs> but I went up there and they had me like gear up, so like I had to like miss it and like hit hit it, not hit it far, and then ask for another drive and like ramp up to hitting it far. And then like I hit the fence and the kids went nuts. <laughs> they were like chanting, Grandma, Grandma. <laughs> and so Tiger was at that event. And so when I was in my regular clothes, um, after he finished playing, I got to meet him for the first time. And he like knew my name and I was like dying inside. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Had he God. known your name before that? He knew who you were before then or he knew because yeah, of that like, day? Yeah, like I guess he had seen me on long drive. Like uh-huh. he knew stuff about me like from about track and like we were talking about him. I didn't know he ran track. And it was crazy because I'm like, does he have like an ear thing in? Like who's feeding him information? Because <laughs> there's no way my idol like in golf knows my name. And uh, and so then later in the summer, I was invited to go to his Tiger Jam. And um, so it was just a bunch of golfers and celebrities there. And each of us were in a different group. Mm-hmm. And so my group knew Tiger. And I was like, oh, this is cool. So we were passing by the driving range. So he wasn't playing in the tournament. He was there practicing for the next event. And so we went up to say hello. Again, he said, knew my name. And I was like, oh, my God. So we said hello and said goodbye. 
<clears throat> and so we're on the next tee box. And he comes, walks over from the driving range to our tee box. And I'm dying. Like, my heart starts beating. And I have my driver in my hand. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so he walks up and he's like, have you hit yet? And I'm like, no. And so he's like putting on his glove, like looks at me like, I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? I thought I was going to have to hit against him, right? Because I'm standing there with my driver. So he goes up, he tees it up, and he just launches it. And I thought I was going to have to hit, but he was like, hm. he put his glasses on, walked away and peaced out and did like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, we were cracking up, but I was so relieved that I didn't have to hit after him. <laughs> but then my group made me hit anyway. And so how'd you do? Well, here's the thing. So I blasted it. Like I hit it as hard as I can and it went dead straight. Same line as Tiger, but then we couldn't find it. And so my caddy thinks that I must have hit it out like through the fairway meaning like it went too far so tbd on who won that one <laughs> i think it was you <laughs> i actually think that it was you <laughs> but um that was i mean i'll never forget that so what are you gonna do with this golfing thing where do where do you where, in a perfect world where would you see yourself like five years down the road from now you know it's funny um i don't know i love golf and you know, as much as I would want to be on tour and winning, like winning to me is not something that, you know, I I don't really care about trophies. OK, this sounds weird. It's not about the trophy. It's just like I've completed a goal. Like I've always wanted like to see check marks on things that I've I've dreamed about or like set for myself. But in five years, honestly, I want to maybe do something back in education. I think that. um you know, I last night after tutoring, I spent a couple hours making a chart for my siblings because I have younger siblings um, at my dad's house. And I was telling them, like, look, like these things are important. Like I got them library cards and like I told them they have to read like 25 pages a night. And I got my sister into Anne Frank and my little brothers into To Kill a Mockingbird. And I don't know if why my passion has gone to education, but I just think that it's so important that we're that it's not fair that you know these kids that are in public school and some even in private schools now like they're not teaching them about cultures and other people and how to learn like not even how to learn they're just being like just regurgitating information we have to also i think we have to encourage intellectual curiosity yeah i mean you know this generation is walking around with, with cell phones with the information of the world of the ages in their hand yeah. you know and they're playing games and on social media well we could find out so much information I and I, I just think teaching is a noble profession you know i was a teacher before i started really? doing radio and i've gone back to teaching recently i'm teaching at santa monica college teaching a broadcasting class there and there is something really magical about um showing somebody something and they mm -hmm. get it yeah and then and also as you talked about like working with kids that you started tutoring in middle school and now you're still with them in high school and as they headed to college and everything when they remember something you said or did and it matters yeah. and it made a difference to them i tell you it's one of the biggest thrills that a person can have i really believe that yeah and and for example like i gave one of my students this 
like um, interim mantras. And I gave her a mantra band about she's a dancer. And I said, just dance and like live your life. And and I looked actually I was there yesterday and it's still on her board. And that's even just something like that is just so meaningful that they they think about what I say. Yeah. And I just wish that there could be there could be a way that I can inspire other kids to know that, you know, education is important. And like I went to Cornell and I have like I can always get out of golf and go work and do something. And that that's important that don't just think, you know, you can come out and just be a superstar because not everybody gets that chance and always make sure that you have an education and a background to be able to do whatever you want to do. Um and so that's, I don't know why, like I love golf, but that is also a, a passion of mine. Do you love other sports? Are there any other sports you're really interested in? I, you know, I like tennis, but like I hit the ball too far, too hard. So I was never really good at tennis either. Are you a spectator <laughs> of any sport? Are there any sports that you watch in particular? I mean, aside from golf, I'm sure you watch that. Not I really. Used to be, but not really anymore. I, when, I, when I played fantasy football, I was really into <laughs> Hey, that is a fantasy. You do not own a football team, okay? <laughs> I'm at a football pool. But... No, I played it with some of my, <laughs> my boys' students. I had it's fantasy. I was work. like, what am I doing? I'm tutoring and talking about fantasy football. I was like, what's going on? Um, but, like, besides golf, like, you know, I just haven't really had time to watch too much TV in the last, like, couple of yeah, years. Yeah, you've been busy. I've definitely. been busy. You've been busy, which is a good thing. It's okay. You know, this is your life. It's not a dress rehearsal. You're supposed to be busy right now. <laughs> but I know you've learned some really important lessons from sports. What are some of the some of the best things that you've learned just by participating in running and golf or, and those things? Um, staying in my own lane, I think. Um, not comparing where I'm at, like progress, and not even trying to be like someone else. And especially with like with track and it's I mean it's easy to especially now with social media it's so easy to compare yourself with what someone else is doing and kind of get lost in thinking like oh I should be doing this or like look at what this person is doing and with golf I've kind of just in the last year especially I try to just remember I am who I am I have my own strengths and weaknesses and I'm just gonna roll with them um, and work on them and I've stopped following certain people and I don't even go on social media anymore just because it's it's too much. It's I need to focus on me. And, yeah, and it's, it's kind of <laughs> nice to actually live life a little bit instead right? of just like <laughs> writing about it and reading about other people's, you know? Yeah. With every moment, you know, I, I can't believe, I always feel like, I'm not really that fascinating that I need to that I need to post everything that I'm doing in my life. I don't it's just way too much exposure. Yeah, I agree. And I, I just you know, going forward I kinda just want to post about things that I'm doing not for myself, but what has an impact. Like if I'm gonna put a golf swing, it should have an impact towards some girl that's watching me. You know what I mean? And like for over the Christmas holiday, I had a lot of this is my first year being sponsored. So I had a lot of polos and I was like, I don't need all these polos. And so I shipped them out to like That's 20 wonderful. girls. That's wonderful. And it was so cool that they sent like some of their parents sent me videos back. So I put like a little video on there and I was disappointed like it didn't get that many views, but I don't care. Like I'm so proud of them that they're like into the sport, that they're trying, that they want to do it. 
it's not about you know what I mean. And I do know what you mean. I mean, you you have a kind of old soul for a young girl. <laughs> I must say, no, seriously. And I think I think it's fantastic. I think that whether you decide to um to go on with the education thing or whether you decide to do golf or maybe do both, both. you know, as as long as you'd like to. I, I mean, I think that's a great plan. I like where your head is. Really, I do. But I think that people are going to know a lot more about Troy Mullins as time goes by. (laughs) (laughs) You're on a mission, and I'm just glad to know you. I appreciate you coming down taking some time to talk to us Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad we could talk. Talk to you again soon. Keep me posted (laughs) on what's going on with you. I will. Okay, you got to take me out. I'm telling you, I'm not going to be good at first, but I I can improve. You can't. Always room for we'll go to we'll go to putt putt first. Putt putt. Okay. Thank you for being so kind to me. <laughs> Troy Mullins with us on this Lady Love Sports. Thanks for being here. Thank you.